Now, Louisville Bats Baseball. Hi again, everybody, and welcome once again to the Bat Chat Podcast. It is episode two. I'm Nick Curran, and we really appreciate you uh, being with us as uh, we continue along with the season put off by the COVID-19 virus, and I uh, hope everybody is staying safe. And this podcast, as the season goes along, will be uh, a way to take a look at the minor league life, players, coaches, front office staff, uh, many others who work in minor league baseball We'll delve into what that experience is like and give you a little behind the scenes. But right now, uh, it's a way to catch up with folks and see how they're doing during this time with no baseball and, and no sports in general. And and also introduce you maybe to a couple of new faces. And that's what we're going to do today. Our guest last week was uh, the Bats manager, Pat Kelly. Episode 2 will be PK's bench coach for the 2020 season. Kevin Mahar about to begin his first season in Louisville as the bench coach, and he will be our guest here in episode two. A couple things to get to before we jump into the interview with Kevin. Do want to remind you, uh, stay connected with the Bats. You can, of course, follow along on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of those places, and you can always go to BatsBaseball.com, the most up-to-date information there on the Bats website. So much you can do there. And a new feature rolled out this week as uh, as we're recording this. In fact, just yesterday as we record this, this will drop each and every Thursday uh, from here on out. Buddy's Curbside Pickup, uh, a neat way to get involved with the Bats and local restaurants if you're so inclined. You can log on BatsBaseball.com. It's the first thing right there. But uh, basically a great way to support several local restaurant partners of the Bats ordering takeout and uh, using new augmented reality reality technology powered by Imagine AR. Uh, You can get your photo taken with the AR buddy bat, as it were, in the uh, parking lot of these places. And all the instructions are there on BatsBaseball.com. But you just use the hashtag CurbsideBuddy once you take one of those pictures on social media and uh, you're entered to win prizes. Do that and uh, there's special bonuses the more you're able to do it. But uh, several great restaurant partners of the Bats in on that, including Bubba's 33, Chick-fil-A, Hardee's, Jimmy John's, Papa John's, Penn Station, Rudy's, Smoothie King, Texas Roadhouse, and White Castle. So I hope you can get out and do that if you're looking for some lunch or some dinner. If you're stuck inside working from home, uh, a great option for you and the family you can head and pick up some food from local restaurants using uh, Buddy's Curbside Pickup. And after you do it, use that hashtag Curbside Buddy. It's all there. You can read all about it on uh, BatsBaseball.com. We do jump into week two, uh, episode two of the Bat Chat podcast. Our guest this week is Kevin Mahar. Uh, a former Indiana Hoosier played two years of college baseball at IU. Still makes his home just up the road from Louisville. We'll get into that. Will be in his first year as a AAA coach and as the Louisville bench coach. Uh, was signed as a non-drafted free agent by the Texas Rangers in his playing days out of IU. That was back in 2004 uh, as a non-drafted free agent. Worked his way all the way to the big leagues, making his debut for the Rangers May 16th of 2007. After his playing career ended, he started uh, coaching high school baseball, then was hired by Cincinnati. Spent three years as a hitting coach for the Reds, two at Billings, then one at Daytona. Spent one year out of baseball, and then the last three years has been the bench coach in Dayton so making a little bit of a move uh, to Louisville geographically and the jump up the first time he has coached at the AAA level and very much looking forward to that so without further ado 
It's episode two of the Bad Chat Podcast, and our guest is Kevin Mahar. Kevin, how are you? I'm, you know, doing what I can. I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Yeah, the same, the same. Uh, coming to you live from our dining room today. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, I, I guess this would be normally a pretty easy question. Uh, and, and, and probably not one worth asking a week before the season's supposed to start normally, but, uh, but what have you been up to <laughs> the last few weeks? Well, I guess on the bright side, we moved into a new house at the end of December, so I've gotten a lot of stuff done around the house these last couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All there is to do, right? Yeah, a lot of projects. Well, uh, that's good. I'm glad you've gotten to, to spend some time doing that. And uh, uh, folks may not know but but you live pretty darn close to louisville right yeah i live about an hour ish west um in jasper indiana just right off 64 uh not not far at all i know a lot of folks ride through there quite a bit from this area what uh what what have you and the family done is there anything you've kind of done to 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 pass the time talking to to pk last week uh, he said it was kind of like you know weird timing but but almost like the off season it is it's even weirder with the kids you know the kids being home from school all the e-learning you know i have a, a first grader and a fifth grader so that that's a lot of fun to try to keep up with their schoolwork and make sure they're on top of stuff and then we have a 19 year old that you know, I was in junior college and he's home trying to do all the e-learning at the same time. My wife's a teacher, so she's trying to do it all online. So it's been, that's been fun trying to keep them, you know, on track of what they're supposed to do. But, you know, they've been doing a pretty good job of it. And other than that, we've, we've spent a lot of time outside. This weather's been beautiful. So, you know, it could, it could be worse. It, it could, it could be. And that's always a, a good perspective to keep. Now, living in Jasper, Obviously, you mentioned it very close to here. How much were you and how much are you kind of looking forward to this 2020 season, getting a chance, I would assume, to, to live at home during a season? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, you know, that's the one thing that's really hard about our profession is, you know, with families, you leave and you're gone for five months out of the year. Now, I got really lucky to where I live close enough to Louisville where when we're home, I'll be at home. I'll be able to see the kids, you know, see my wife. Uh, I was, I was really, I still, I'm really looking forward to the season. Yeah, we are, we are too. Hopefully it comes uh, sooner rather than later. Now also a, a good kind of local connection for you folks may not know, but uh, played some college baseball a couple of years at, uh, at Indiana there in Bloomington. Uh, how about, uh, tell us a little bit about your, your college career and playing there in Bloomington. Oh, it was different in Bloomington than it is now. <laughs> um, they've done a great job in old program, building a new stadium. And when uh, they, had, I think, are on their third coach since I've been there. But you know, it was a blast. We had a great team. You know, the guys. We still have a group text with about 15 of us. Um, we all get along really well. We stay in touch, and we're going on, going on 15, 20 years being away from there. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed my time playing there. I had a great time at IU. What about kind of watching what what that program's been able to do, you know, really kind of rising into national prominence, particularly over the last decade or so? That's had to be really kind of neat to see. Yeah, it's it's really, really cool to see. You know, when uh, Tracy Smith came in and he got uh, Alex Dickerson, who's now with the Giants, I believe, Mm -hmm. and then you have the combination of Schwarber and Travis and that run to the World Series. They got the new stadium. It's just that what they've done with that program has been amazing. You know, the facility's great, uh, and it's, you know, it's it's really cool to see. 
how how did they keep it going? Yeah, hopefully they. Uh, how did you how did you land at IU? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I was I'm from Michigan, and I was going to IU to to uh, do both, uh, play football and baseball. Obviously, I'd wanted to play baseball more. They wanted me to punt. I went down there in my freshman fall, and they talked about something about playing quarterback too. And Randall L was there, and I wanted no part of that. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I ended up sticking with baseball, and I, I uh, so I will never regret that decision I made. I, that was the best time I had at IU. Yeah, I was reading you played. You were a three-sport guy in high school, right? Yeah, football, baseball, basketball. Obviously, baseball was the favorite. Yeah, I mean, well, baseball is I was best at. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that certainly helps. Um, now you you were undrafted out of uh, out of college, ended up in the Rangers organization and, and made it to the big leagues. Uh, you know, taking that that undrafted route, maybe the the path kind of lesser follow le- less followed. Uh, you know, in terms of making a way to the big leagues, how, how much has that kind of shaped you as a coach? And that you were able to to go from undrafted all the way up to the big leagues, and and um, how much does that help you relate to a lot of these guys that are you know working hard and working their tail off to to try to uh, make that dream come true as well? Yeah, I mean, I think for me it was big. You know, I got lucky with Texas. I saw. There's a uh, halfway through my first year, we switched farm directors, and the new farm director came in and really liked me. And another kid was in the same boat and pushed us. So I kind of take that in coaching. You know, everyone's out there. Everyone's got a jersey. They all have a chance. You know what I mean? As long as you have a jersey on your back, you have a chance to have someone notice you to do something that people go, oh, okay. Um, so that's kind of what I like to stress to the guys. It doesn't matter if you're a first rounder undrafted, you know what I mean? Everyone here has a Jersey on. If you have a Jersey on, you have a chance to, to do something to make a name for yourself. How, how did you, uh, how did you get in to, to coaching after the playing days were over? Um, I coached high school for a year or two. And then I have a buddy with the Phillies, uh, Chris Truby, who I was talking to, and he put me in touch with Ryan Jackson, who used to be our hitting coordinator, and it kind of just went from there. Did a couple interviews and got the became a hitting coach for about three years. Yeah, Ryan Jackson, former Louisville hitting coach as well. Yep. Uh, what you you mentioned you were a hitting coach for three years, and then yes. and then out of it, and, and now and then back in as a bench coach, and that would it will be your role in 2020 with the bats what sorts of differences or, or maybe not a lot between being a hitting coach and being a bench coach in that role um it's well there's the difference for me was big was you know as a hitting coach you get so locked in on the hitters you know and you get so mm-hmm. locked in you're in the cage and you're 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 consumed with hitting and all that and then stepping away and coming back as the bench coach kind of i really enjoy this role because you still help out with the hitters and stuff but there's there's so much more you see during the game you know i work with the outfielders pk and i'll be working with the catchers with base running there's just so much more to the game to work on you know to work with as a bench coach if that makes sense absolutely and and i know uh there may not be quite as much as obviously in the big leagues but but how much do you enjoy kind of the the in game and and the uh the the strategizing and and shifts and different sorts of stuff that that comes with uh you know that in-game strategy yeah, I mean, that, that all, I love doing all that. Uh, you know, it's nice with all the true media and all the statistical and the analytics stuff is you kind of go in and you have an idea of where you want to play people. Um, this year will be fun being with PK. This will be my first time with the 
the pitcher's hit and the double switches. So trying to, trying to keep up with PK and stay ahead of him will be will be a lot of fun this year. Yeah, it, it's certainly a different element to w- with the National League affiliate and, and at the AAA level. What w- what are you most looking forward to? First time uh, coaching at the AAA level. What are you most looking forward to about it? Um, I'm, I'm excited to be, you know, in the in AAA in, in Louisville. Obviously, um, the different. I, I loved being in Dayton, to where you have the younger guys. To you know, there's more work to be done, more fundamentals, if that, if you, if you know what I mean, more, more little stuff. And I'm I'm excited to be with the guys. You know, they're little, the 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 IQ. You know, after going through so many years of pro ball, is improved and trying to find a way to challenge them to get better. If it, you know what I mean. Yeah, how much does and maybe you don't know this because the the season hasn't quite started yet. But um, how much do you think your approach changes maybe this year as opposed to to being at Dayton? I don't I don't know if the approach changes so much, but you know there'll be more finite things to work on instead of you know what I mean. Each guy will be everyone's always different, but there there's more fine tuning I, I think, and that that's what I'm excited about the little things. Uh, you know what's the what's the one or two things that this guy needs to do to get to the big leagues you know as opposed to in Dayton more of it's there's a whole bunch of stuff if that makes sense at the lower levels the guys are still learning learning how their body works learning learning positioning learning you know everything about the game where now you get to triple a and these guys are more seasoned they have a better idea of what they're doing um so that that's what I'm looking forward to and, and kind of going along with that how, how important uh do you think and I know this is been there across the board but how important do you think technology is in, in all that and, and helping these guys you know especially when it comes to to fine-tuning certain things well i mean it's huge now we're not just relying on our eyes you know and our guts to tell us what we think you can go back and watch video of well you know i thought i saw that and i was wrong you know you have video to go back you have video to use to show guys you know what i mean um what what we're trying to do what we're trying to accomplish because a lot of these guys are visual you know what I mean? They, 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 they like seeing things. So you go back, watch video. You have all the stats on everyone now where they hit the ball, what, you know, what pitchers do, what speed they throw. You have basically everything. You, you can have every bit of information you need now. And, you know, it's just putting it to use. And it's, I think it's, it's a great thing something I wish we had more of when I played. Yeah, I was going to ask you, so much more of it. Is there like one, and it may not be one thing, but is there kind of one thing that, that you look at now, that the technology is available that you think, gosh, if they would have just had that back uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago, uh, what could have been? Is there kind of one thing that you, that you marvel at in that regard? Well, for me, I mean, in the minor leagues coming up, we didn't have much video. So I would have loved to have videos of my swings and go, be able to go back and see what I was doing right and wrong. Um, that, that's one thing I wish, you know, I would, we would have had more of coming up. And these guys have a bunch of it. It's great. Yeah, it's, uh, you're in and you're out. You see a ton of guys in that video room uh, watching mm-hmm. and, and, and learning. Um, is that something you like to do? Do you like to sit and watch video with guys? Yeah, um, I, I like showing them things, um, but I like I like having guys explain to me and, and walk me through before watching video, if that makes sense. Because like, I, I still want them to learn without being told. You know what I mean? I, I like them to to tell me what they thought, what they what they see, how they felt, and then we'll go back and watch the video to see if it truly shows what they thought they were doing. So you like that conversation. Maybe some guys, everybody does it different, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you like to, to have that back and forth and, and that conversation kind of constantly going. Yeah, I, I mean, 
I, I like that a lot. I like them. I, I like the players have the freedom to tell me what they think. You know what I mean? Um, because I think that's a big thing in learning. If I just tell them something and tell them and tell them and tell them, well, I think you're going to get personally, I believe you get more when you get response from them. So the, the easier I can open up that line of communication and get, get them to start responding, I think speeds up that learning curve. I know it was cut short, but uh, how was spring training for you before before everybody had to leave? It was good. It, it went really good. We were, I think, I got out there the 13th. I got I got to be in big league camp with uh, them and Pickler and all those guys. The big league outfield coach and Willie, our coordinator, was there. Mm-hmm. So it, it went really well. You know, a lot of stuff, a lot of new drills Pickler had that I thought were great. Um, getting to know his philosophies, and the, I, I think some of the guys that'll be with us in Louisville were in camp. Uh, that I mean, I can't say who's going where because I have no idea. But sure. um, watching these guys work, and even watching the big league, big league guys work was was a treat. It was really fun to watch. How, was there, and, and I know uh, this kind of all hit right at the start of minor league camp. But was there anybody in, in what you got to see? Anybody that kind of stood out? Um, in terms of like minor league guys, yeah, minor league guys uh, in particular, maybe even big league guys, and anything you saw. Um, you know, I, I, the one that stood out to me was I saw Stu Fairchild. I had him in, I want to say 2018, maybe in Dayton. And he, he's come a long way defensively. He was fun to watch. Um, a lot of his reads, his throws, everything. He, he's come a long way since, since that was his first full year. So he really, he showed me something this spring, but all those guys really worked, man. It was fun watching like Shogo Akiyama coming over and his attention to detail and how he worked, you know, Nixon Zell worked his butt off, even though he, he wasn't really able to throw yet, but doing all the defensive drills he could, you know, even Cassianos and Wink, uh, I'm probably forgetting guys, but just the way they went about their work was, was really fun to watch. And they went, they went hard and worked their butts off. And you, you mentioned uh, Stuart Fairchild. Uh, how rewarding is that for you to to see a guy that, that you've worked with in the past and then be able to, to see them as they kind of make their way up the line and, and progress toward the big leagues and into big league camp and that sort of thing? Yeah, it's it's really fun to see. You know, you, you see him in person for a full year, and then all you do is really read reports or you talk to other coaches, and you don't really get to see, you know, with your eyes how they're doing. You can watch video of the swings, but – just, just from an outfield perspective, you know, his reactions and all that, it, it was just cool to see. It, it was fun to watch how much better he's gotten. Uh, and then <laughs> what was it like, I guess, as spring was, was ending? What was all that like? Kind of, I know, it, and it still is, everyone's learning stuff by the day, but but uh, what was it like as all this was, was coming out and everybody was learning more and more about uh, about this this infection? Well, it was, yeah, it was, it was different. It was, it was very eerie Um, because this was the first spring you came in and there was a lot of talk about the flu. And if you felt sick, stay home. And this, it was just, it was just a weird sense from the beginning about, you know, whether it was a coronavirus or flu at the time, you know, being washing your hands and about a lot about hygiene. And then as the coronavirus started getting bigger and, you know, we had meetings probably every other day going over it with the training staff and the doctors and just what to do. And then I think it was that Wednesday night we were sitting, we were sitting eating dinner, a couple of us coaches, and that's when all the basketball tournaments, mm-hmm. uh, conference tournaments started canceling. And we went, this is, you know, it was really weird. That 24 hour period was, it felt like a week, you know, we went in the field on Thursday 
I don't think we did anything. We just kind of sat around and waited <laughs> to hear from the, the conference calls with MLB. And then we had a meeting and basically said, you know, go home. Blah, blah. You know, this is, we don't know what we're doing yet. And then Friday we got a text saying, Hey, you guys can go home. Go, don't come in the field, go home. Wow. Just it to... was, it was weird. Yeah. Or not a text, but got contacted. It was just, it was, it was very strange. Yeah, and, and the craziest part, you mentioned it, it seems like these days or, or month, it's only really been like three weeks since all that happened. It, it's just crazy how quickly um, information has come and, and how quickly everything has happened. Yeah, it's 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 really hard to believe, but it's, it's, it's hard to believe it's only been two or three weeks that I've been home because it seems like it's been about three months. Yeah, uh, it, it is nuts. One more for you, and it's one going to leave uh, everybody on right now. Do you have any uh, – TV, Netflix recommendations for folks. Anything that that maybe you've caught up on since you've been home. My wife and I just got done watching Tiger King, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm done with TV shows for a while. After watching that, it runs the full gamut. My wife and I just knocked that out too, and it is uh, it's as advertised. It is crazy. It's, yeah, it's hard. That like that. That might be harder to believe than what what's going on with coronavirus, to be honest with you. <laughs> you are not kidding. Uh, Kevin, really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I know everyone's looking forward to, to having you here in Louisville once this, uh, once this season gets going. Uh, you and your family stay safe, and uh, hopefully we'll see you here soon. Uh, you too, Nick. I appreciate it. All right, that's 2020 Louisville bench coach Kevin Mahar. Can't wait uh, for him to be able to get to town and a really neat situation for him is he'll be able to, to live at home. And uh, that's something we'll maybe try to explore more with a lot of these guys once we get further down the road with the podcast and maybe once there is baseball and the season gets going. That's a really, really rare thing for guys uh, in this business and uh, Kevin getting a chance to do it. And I know going to enjoy every second of that, particularly once the season gets going, uh, driving a little bit of a way, but, but able to be at home with the family. And uh, that is so rare and looking forward to getting into that a little bit more once the season does get going. We uh, have some other things going on. We mentioned it earlier, batsbaseball.com. That's your one-stop shop for everything. You can check out the Louisville Team Store online. It is open for business, so you can order online. It's open for business online. A lot of great items there, a lot of great deals. Check them out, batsbaseball.com. Um, those Redbird caps, the pre-sale going on with those, and uh, a lot of the great merchandise from some of the um, – identity changes for the bats coming up this year you can check it all out at batsbaseball.com do want to remind you as well still taking submissions for our little sluggers gonna hope to uh roll some of those out here in the next few days you can dm the bats with a video of your kids maybe out in the yard while everyone is is in this social isolation and, and enjoying some baseball, playing some baseball out in the yard, you can send it in and uh, we will voice it over for you. And uh, like it's a, a game going on at Louisville Slugger Field, trying to stay sharp too. And uh, we'll get those out on our social media if you want to send that in. You can send it in the DM with the name and, and maybe a little bit of information about what's going on in the video and we'll uh, we'll get that out. Um also, if you don't want to send in a video of the kids playing baseball, if you want to send in them or you just doing whatever it may be around the house, everyday things, we'll certainly uh, we'll voice those over too and see what see what happens there. So that's uh, you can DM the bats on Twitter, 
direct message at Louisville Bats on Twitter with those videos, and we will get those done as well. And lastly, uh, one way, if you're inclined to support the Bats during this time, uh, BatsBaseball.com under tickets, you can order flex packs, flex tickets, flex vouchers. Uh, They're tickets that you can use for any game, with the exception of Thunder over Louisville, for the entire season, obviously, right now, an uncertain time, not knowing when the season will get going and, and exactly you know, what dates there will be on the schedule because we don't know how far along we're going to go before the season gets started. But you can uh, get those flex vouchers. They're good for any game in the 2020 season, again, with a couple of exceptions, notably Thunder over Louisville. But uh, a good way to get your tickets early and have them secured, and then those will enable you the flexibility to come to any game and uh, you don't have to nail down an exact date right now but you can pick those up and use them they come in packs of six you can use them all six or one game you can divide them up two at three different games three at a couple games you can mix and match any way you want Um, and you can pick those up the maybe the most practical way to order bats tickets right now at batsbaseball.com greg galliette's calling me that's all the time we have i'm nick Curran. thanks for joining us on the bat chat podcast we'll talk to you again next week